Okay, uh, yes. Uh, we're gonna start the meeting. Everyone. Hey, they're gonna start the meeting. Pull, the, pull your chairs together. Man, how are we gonna get a good seat? All right. All right, let's begin. Hmm. Uh, hello. My name is Sudan, the god of sound. I'm Hi, a hip-hop artist. Hi, Sudan. Hi, Sudan. Yeah, um, so my problem is, I mean, we started this. Yeah. We started this with, you know, the sweat and the tears and the blood yeah, no trying doubt. to make this hip-hop work. Make it work. And now, listen to it now. Whoa. What the hell is that? Damn. Either they mumbling. Whoa. Or they talking about killing everybody. Oh, man. It, it just doesn't even make sense. This is not what hip-hop was supposed to be. Yo, calm down. We had rules to this shit. Okay, all right. Damn. You respected your elders and you sat down wow. when you needed to sit down. True. And you laid down when you needed to. Right, right, right. But now it's just out of control. Wow. Yo, yo, my man. Yo. You might have to be the one that brings it back. Don't. Why are you encouraging this, nigga? You know what? Uh, you uh, know what, Smitty? Yeah, yeah. I think I will. Bounty hunters, sedan to Thank you for letting me share. Southside Queens. Queens. Queens in the He's building. Uh, yeah. Brooklyn. What? DC. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Yo. Sedan to Gardasound. Rest in peace to Granddaddy IU. No doubt. No doubt. Queens in the Speak against the guards and we can go to war Lay them on the floor and we coming through the door I'm hard to the core and we know you want more Cook up the rocks, hip on the drop Hear the guns popped in the jail cell lock I sit on the porch and drink away the pain It's all the same cause it's all a game What's my name? It's lovers and fighters And you're running out of fluid just like crackheads and lighters Keep it quiet before the riot. Uh -huh. People live in the hood in the ghettos and deny it. Yo. Innocent bystands, clans and real men. Crews with money in hand, 100 grand. Yo. No gangs and don't slang gangs, but they keep it grimy. Keep the 32 and real niggas behind me. Uh -huh. I spit the truth to the youth in the booth. I'm really catching the guards on the loose. Yo. You damn by association, fucking reputation. Reason complication gets the translation. For my niggas, for my niggas, for my niggas, for my niggas, I kick ass. For my niggas, for my niggas, for my niggas, yeah. I wanna shine like the sun do. Play cards you dealt when you're born in this jungle. But some do, they rise above the rest. Or be a wolf, pack a gun, and wear a vest. I pass the test, I ain't afraid of death. Or taking my last breath when the guard punch the ticket. I choose not to live wicked. But my finger itches, dirty bitches, scheming on riches and doing dishes. Thinking it's Christmas, we see sex and snitches. The stupid stitches, the dance is so vicious. Dead witness, hip hop god and kingpin. At the funeral, some sing, most kiss the ring. I got that East Coast swing, my South persona. Avoid the drama, that good marijuana. All gas and premium, on the premises, medium. In the condominium, putting condoms in your women's friends. 
Counted in a percent Yeah, it's me again It's me again I kick ass My niggas on my niggas My niggas For my real niggas I kick ass Yo, for what's for my niggas For my real niggas Uptown niggas I kick ass for my neck, my real neck, my real fucking radio, we're in the building once again, doing a special edition today. You're in the right place. It's not a mistake. You're in the right place. Uh, DJ Sincere holding down the MIC. Now, I think I'm going to be flying solo today. I'm not sure if my dude, Mr. Rowe, will be in the building. I know Remedy's taking care of some business right now, so I really don't expect her to be in the building. But we scheduled today because I am expecting a special guest to be in the building. Hopefully we'll be able to catch up with him today, expecting the legendary Cosmo D, all right, from the group Nucleus to be in the building. Right, y'all remember Nucleus with the Wiki 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 song? <laughs> I'll be throwing it all the way back with this one. So hopefully right, we can catch up with that young man today and talk uh you know, about uh, uh, his history in the business and, and what he's been up to over the years, some of the, you know, uh, some of the other projects that he's put out. So, you know, we'll see if uh, we can uh, make that happen, all right? You never know how things may develop because, uh, you know, sometimes we be expecting people and signals get crossed and schedules have to be readjusted, and then sometimes we think that they may not pop up, but then, you know what I'm saying, we're able to get them uh, in the building before the uh, end of the show. So, you know, different things could transpire at different times, so we'll see what develops on that tip. Telephone lines are open if you want to get at me, 563-999-3050. Once again, this is a special edition of Dirty Basin Radio here today. I uh doing a damn thing. Uh, once again, hopefully we'll be able to catch up with the great Cosmo D, all right? Because, uh, you know, I wish that I could have uh, uh, found it because I know, I think, I believe I still have, I think I saw it a few years ago. Uh, I still have, you know, one of my original first, 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 first mixtapes going all the way back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you how far back, but going all the way back uh, to the very beginning, uh, my very first, you know, tape that I had put together. I think the first blend that I ever did, all right, Involved a uh, nucleus. I was that mixed with uh, uh, Gladys Knight, Save the Overtime. All right, that was like the first blend that I ever did. I wish I had that so I could share that with y'all. But maybe I'll be able to dig that up and uh, do that sometime in the not so distant future. All right. Once again, telephone lines are open. Uh, if you wanna hold on a second, if you wanna get at me, five six three. Nine 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 three zero five zero. I I I've been having some fantastic shows. I lately during the course of uh, this month, I some fantastic artists have be, been in the building. I getting ready to pull up this song next. Had this young man in the building. I just uh, about a week or two ago had another fantastic sit down with him and talked about some of his latest going on. I'm going to get into his new song right now. Let me see. Actually, he dropped off a couple of new songs. Big shout out to the brother Aguilar. All right, one of the most uh, prolific artists that I, I I know right now, always putting out some hot hot new music, always blessing me with the exclusive. Also, let me see where's this song at. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to get into this one right here. All right, big shout out to Agla once again. This is him alongside a pop off, and this is called Clarity. This is a campaign campaign production. Yeah. We back. Not 
let me make it clear You gon' run from the drama, you gon' face your fears He locked, will never see the end of his bed His wife pregnant, missed the birth of his kid You can take it for granted or take it for what it is When I was starving, you wouldn't do the things that I did Hand on my gun, barrel to his ribs It's just me versus the man in the mirror Now I'm feeling like the man of the year The last of my peers, if you ain't first, you last There's no questions to ask Your talk don't got a resume to match If it's too good, there must be a catch Time heals all wounds It don't bring nobody back Put it on the music, frame it up on the plaque It's all paint on the paper, but they calling it rap Drum got a hundred rounds, try rapping to death Yo, it was times when I thought that I could eat with you Soon as you bring them to the table, they act and creep with you Hack a foul on shorty, cause he ain't sleep with you And did your fan wild dirty, cause he ain't beef with you Damn, damn Yo, this AR, clear the space out A lot of rap cats I want to take out Castellano, you getting sparked at the steakhouse Cats like y'all, I don't know how y'all make out Pull a weight out, Louis bag, I get the cake out Fuck them streams, cause it's just another payout I don't know how y'all living, you're dealing with the layout Some dudes fraudulent, I've been calling all you names out Getting the hate ever since my first album came out. Yeah, this game is an atrocity. Young boys look at OGs with animosity. Saying our generation, I owe the apology. Y'all niggas is the future, but I need y'all to follow me. Pull up wild deep like I'm rolling with an armory. Might do your bodily harm, snatch your artery. Setting up shop on a block like it's a pharmacy. We have to be strong, bro. Y'all niggas ain't starving me. Bag life. Everything Franklin, nigga. This is boring designer music. Music. This is good dope, just don't abuse it. it. I was born a Capricorn, hustle been a goat. Shorty been sucking me, y'all call a queen throat. Side note, my pen game is gun smoke. Put my wrist to the shit like a cake mix. Stab my face on the brick, now that's a dope flick. And I'm no nonsense for any new sense. I even got, I'ma tighten up them loose ends. Paper was thin, so I knew I couldn't win. This is Chestnut Checker, shout out Bink and Becker. Spotted up trench, nigga, this is Death Leopard. Big diamond over rice, roast chili peppers. Nice on seven bubble goose with the deck tuck. I ain't allergic to the trap, it's just a game different. Niggas ain't solid as you think, and the rules missing. Type nigga shoot at you, but he miss you. Shoot back, he get hit. Penny snitch, but we at with the code. It's like it never was. Pull the plug on the plug, nine double for the drugs. Marble hot tub, smoking buds in these studs. It's really and oozy, ready to make a movie. Yours truly, fucking up, shorty doobie. 94 flow, this is Biggie Small Juicy. Hungry like Tony, half an hour through the movie. Hands on my dick while I'm rocking all this jewelry like. This is boring designer music. Music. This is good dope, just don't abuse it. Music. This is boring designer music. Music. 
fresh mango, Pyrex payroll, more mayo than the rest of the bushes. We was laying on them pussies in the bushes. This a different type of cloth, whole other fabric. This is blue magic, cut with black magic. Stamped to Doogee Voodoo, Bumpy Johnson lingo. Smoking rose, ringing around the roses. His neck and his wrist frozen. That's what Shorty noticed. Monumental moment, maximizing effort. Sitting down in seats with all the top investors. This is noteworthy. I shoot like curry, even off angle. Pop the top off your Pringle. Lining up my lingo, like my sneaker wall. Did a little flipping. This is how we ball. Mule dope through these lines like a drug star. I got 12 miles to feed the last subpar. This nigga subpar, dinner rolls and gravy. Shot to put him in a diaper like little baby. This the type of flow got him fucking with me crazy. My DC niggas be like slim so shady. Whipping every brick up like four in a baby. The black M&M, good dick for my women friend. Gangster and a gentleman. And it was three times for the dope nigga. He got funky for them dividends. This is boring designer music, music. This is good dope to don't abuse it, music. This is boring designer music, music. This is good dope to don't abuse it, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirty Bastard Radio in the building with a special edition. I big shout out to the guard Hoffa. Uh, we had him in the building also uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he was uh, back on these airways for another go-round, letting us know some of his latest goings-on. So big shout-out to that brother. Uh, big shout-out to all of our affiliated stations. You can catch the Dirty Basement Radio Show all during the week, all right, during, uh, on some of our affiliated stations in different markets. So uh, make sure that you watch my timeline. You definitely should be following me. If not, all right, then you need to be doing that, like, right now, right now. All right, so follow me on IG at DJ Sincere underscore Dirty Basement. That's DJ Sincere underscore D-R-T-Y-B-S-M-N-T. All right, then we'll see about, uh, you know, getting some of your music. I get your info and uh, everything you need to know in order to get your music popping here on the syndicated Dirty Basement Radio Show. I see my dude, Mr. Raw, in the building, so I guess I won't be flying solo today. I right, salute to him. We're going to get him connected in just a bit. In the meantime, we're going to keep this vibe. Going. Haven't played this one in a while, but I definitely dig this song right here. This is Neek Bucks, and this is Red Light. Touches 
clipping at the Okay, look, red light Yeah, God forbid they catch me at the red light Yeah, I hope I got my bread right And plus I hope them Look me in my eyes But they pull the trigger I was fucking at the red light He pulled up and stopped that Yaris at the red light Cardi out the window at the red light He in the forum for the At the red light We did that budget like he Harold at the red light Yeah, did a bit of radio just rocking out right now, just rocking out with some good sounds. I'd expect our guest, Cosmo D from the legendary group Nucleus to be in the building uh, in just a bit. I was uh, just uh, chopping it up, you know, uh, 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 doing a little behind the scenes work, uh, making sure that we could uh, secure that interview today. So, uh, yeah, still definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Let me get my dude, Mr. Raw, connected right now, right now. Mr. Raw, what's the good work? You already know who it is when you hear that sound. How it's going down, Mr. RAAW in the building. Couldn't let you fly solo. You're not Amelia Earhart. We don't do that over here. You know what I'm saying? We got to do it the best way we can do it over on the other side. Uh, right now, man, the weather's looking good. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I'm not trying to rub it in. It's just that's the way it's been down here in sunny Florida. And uh, we're not, uh, you know, salute to the people that's dealing with the colder weathers and all the other intricate weathers out there. But it's getting to be that time where it's going to start transitioning March, April, May, you know, and then next thing you know, we're here in the summertime all over again, and we're going to see what comes from it. A lot of drama, a lot of controversy, a lot of foolishness, a lot of ins, a lot of out. But me, I'm trying to get a lot of music. I want to hear a lot of good music for a lot of people, and uh, a lot of our veterans putting out that music to let them know that hip-hop has no age limit. Cut it out. Stop telling these dudes they're too old, these females they're too old. If they're nice, they're nice. Let it be. Music is music. We're the only ones that put an age limit on it. I don't see nobody saying nothing to, to, to the other genres that got people still doing it, still cracking, still putting out good music. So why? what's the problem with us? Words are words. We can only say the same thing over and over and over, but in different ways. So let's just express the music. Yeah, agreed, agreed, you know what I'm saying, that is like a problem, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, hip-hop these days, uh, with uh, music that comes from, you know, the black community these days, it seems like they want to put, you know, expiration dates on things, but I think, you know, some of that, you know, is uh, our fault, you know, because we have a tendency of letting other people come in and giving them, you know, uh, positions in the in the hierarchy that we probably shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? We let everybody, you know, come into our communities that we develop, you know, whether it's a, a actual community or a virtual community. We let, you know, different people come in because we want to be so inclusive. And, you know, we ended up, uh, we end up rather a lot of times, you know, losing control of it. And then we have, you know, different various people who want to come along after the fact and they start making different kind of claims on, you know, ownership and who did what and who was involved and who wasn't. And, I've, I, you know, I deserve half the credit and all this other kind of stuff. So, you know, we got to be mindful of that and be careful about, 
you know, uh, a gatekeeping. Gatekeeping became, a, you know, a bad word some time ago, but uh, we definitely need to, you know, gatekeep our uh, our culture, you know, and our music a lot more uh, than we have. You know, we did it with rock and roll. We did it with jazz. You know, we've done it with breakdancing. You know, we've given that away. It seems like it's even happened with uh, with Double Dutch. You know what I'm saying? It seems like that's been taken away, and you have, you know, other communities that, you know, are engaged in these activities a whole lot more than we are now to the point that, you know, people be trying to, you know, claim claim ownership and, you know, claim the, you know, creative aspect like, you know, this way we developed this and so and so and such and such. Nah, we developed that. But we just have this bad habit of wanting to, you know, give the store away. All right, quick little rant there. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Five six three nine 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 three zero five zero. All right, that's the calling number. I got a seven one eight every code in the building. If you want to hop on, join the conversation. We'd love to talk to you. I press that number one button if that is the case, and I'll bring you right on these airways. In this, in the meantime, all right, let me get back to a little bit more music. All right, another banger. We've been rocking this one for a minute here on Dirty Basement Radio. Off that new Benny the Butcher album. Everybody can't go. This is how to rap. Let me break this shit down, make it simple for you niggas. Yo, uh-huh. I remember standing on that block, just like yesterday. Steve uh-huh. pull up with the captain, then I run. Uh-huh. I turned the street shit into corporate, a pot to an office. I get you how to be a rapper 101. First, you gotta be nice with it. I built my shit ciphering. Long hours in dark studios, that was the price of it. Syllables, details, phones, house where I tightened it. Then I got so nice, I looked up and I wasn't writing it. Closer to your dream now, you ready for a team now. Niggas who keep you focused, the only ones you should be around. I chose the hustlers who was with me, holding the streets down. We making dope money off of an MP3 file. Now you go crazy. Make the streets hot They should be playing your shit out Every car and every weed spot Every club, every barber shop That everything's locked Make sure when the people speak your name That everything stop Now look at you, you lit You getting 24 featured Your old hoes gotta hit your manager to reach her Your niggas think you changed Nah, no, that change made you a thinker You seen this game break the festival It's getting deeper Remember, to stay crowded Don't let it make you to a diva You know them little traps speed on rat beefs and leeches the jack boys are sneakers, the tax boys can see you, your security and lawyers, then enjoy you with your feet up. Got the labels calling you, they fly you out to talk to you, lowballing you, and kind of still doubt if they come off at you. Turn it down and show them that your number wasn't arguable. And when they double back, you charge them triple what they offered you. This how you rap. They probably thought this was a coke song, cause so far I've been in industry's Omar, turned this shit into snowfall. Go off every chance that I get, I guess I'm a show off. on any beat that you play, I feel like I showed y'all. When I was up and coming, I had your favorites up and running, had them dodging features with me. When my album dropped, they ducking. I do press runs, they get quiet around that time, I don't hear nothing. When they drop, I'm in they city, I'm outside like I've been hunting. Ball shit, invest in my own paper, now I'm like fuck it. Built another source of income, cause rap alone won't cut it. Don't leave no money on the table, let's meet and discuss the budget. If they let me go today, my own career, I can fund it. How they gon' weigh out your legacy, how the critics gon' judge it. Is your chapter gon' be legendary status when they shut it? Some word delivery, adding some versatility, double your workability, and now you know how to be a standing on that block, just like yesterday. These pull up with the captain, then I run. Uh, I turned the street shit into corporate, a pot to an office. I get you how to be a rapper 101. Uh, I remember standing on that block just like yesterday. These pull up with the captain, then I run. Yeah, I turned the street shit into corporate, a pot to an office. I get you how to be a rapper 101. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that banger coming from Benny the Butcher. All right, off that Everybody Can't Go album in those streets right now. Join us real crazy, real crazy. I right, support official hip-hop. All right, need that. All right, people complain about the state of the art, state of the music. All right, when we get that boom back official, then, you know what I'm saying, you need to run those numbers up. Make sure that those artists are getting the support that they both need and deserve. All right, 563-999-3050, the call-in number if you want to get at me. All right, if you're too shy for the telephone, you can definitely hit me up on my social media. You can also hit me up on Twitter, now known as X, at Dirty Basement. All right, that's D-R-T-Y-B-S-M-N-T. All right, expecting our guest, uh, Cosmo D, all right, to be here at the top of the hour, so definitely look forward to talking to that young man. Uh, Mr. Roy, you got anything on your mind in particular today? You know, I did too. I'm gonna go research because, uh, oh yes, 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 yes. Um, first, I want to say uh, R.I.P. to the young lady that um, shocked the world at the time that she was HIV positive at the age of 11 when she was on the Oprah show, and she she just passed away. She made 39 years, 40 years. It was a. Uh, it was definitely something that I remember. I remembered her her interview, and uh, just seeing it that she passed away. Uh, peace be upon her at the age of thirty nine. So I definitely. I know she made it like past the life expectancy uh, that they they had for her, and um, you know it's uh, something to see. And I I wonder what I wonder how Oprah feels about it. You know, like I would love to hear her words on it. Okay, well, you know, definitely our, you know, condolences to, you know, her family. Uh, you know, uh, I would definitely say that she probably, you know, uh, lived past, you know, the expectations that people had for her, had for her you know, being uh, HIV positive at such a, such a young age. But, you know, that goes to, uh, you know, indicate the, the level of a lot of the, you know, treatments that they have developed over the years that has allowed people to live, you know, longer lives that are HIV positive. You know what I mean? So uh, once again, definitely, uh, you know, may peace be upon us all, and uh, our condolences to uh, her family. All right. Uh, one of the things yeah. that was on, you know, my mind. I'm sorry, I got Mr. Roy. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know, one of the things that was, you know, on my mind. One of the things that was on my mind today. Uh, you know, I've been seeing a lot of reports lately of. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, these airlines, all of these difficulties with these, with these airlines. I'm seeing about you know doors popping off of planes, and I saw some footage the other day. Uh, somebody was on the plane, and you know they could see you know like the wing coming apart while they was you know in midair, and planes had to be rerouted. You got there was another report that somebody had some kind of luggage. I think they had some food or whatever. Excuse me, it might have been some fish, and it fell down from the carry-on, and there was, you know, maggots and all kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, what in man. the world is this? Yeah, I'm like, what in the world is going on? There was another report about somebody, you know, had a severe bout of diarrhea on the plane, and they couldn't make it to the bathroom, and there was diarrhea oh, up and down the plane. I'm like, what? Now, you know. Now, you know that that does not help <laughs> Now, you know, that does not help me any because I'm not inclined to fly. And every week, you know, know there's I always know. someone. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, everybody don't know that, they got to find out, you know, 
Garcia is new to the to the flight. He has taken one before, but that's not his no. forte. No, you know, not, you know, no, that's well, not it's really his preference. See, now, I want to be clear. It's not that I'm new. I've taken plenty of flights back in the days when I was coming up, you know, with the family. We used to travel regularly, you know what I'm saying? So airplanes weren't, you know, weren't the, weren't the big deal. But as I got older, it seems like the quality of the airlines or the quality of the pilots lessened and the frequency, you know, of things going wrong increased. Or maybe I just started noticing more. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case was or whatever the case is, I see far too much stuff that's going on uh, for my liking when it comes to these planes. And there's too much going wrong to be 35,000 feet up in the air. We're talking about being five, six miles off the ground. All right? Can't nothing be going wrong. All right? Nothing can go wrong when I'm five miles up in the air. All right? Nothing can go wrong. Everything has to work exactly perfectly. All right, and it seems like you know passengers are out of control. The quality control on these airlines, in terms of you know uh, uh, the way they put these uh, planes together now, you know the quality control is lacking. You know all this stuff is crazy, man. And you know you really, of course, as soon as you leave your house every day, we all know, you know, saying anything can go left. All right, but uh, you really are taking your life into your own hands nowadays. It seems like when you get on. These airlines, it's like, you know, it seems like the quality has really, really gone down. Now, uh, when's the last time you've been on a plane, Mr. Roth? Uh, two years ago when I came to New York, and hopefully I'll be going on one soon. Uh, that's going to be a surprise to, to, the, to the people out there when they hear where I'm attending. I don't want to uh, spoil anything yet, so I just want to see if it goes through, but hopefully soon. And it's going to be a little bit longer than I'm used to. The longest flight that I've ever been used to was probably three, three and a half hours. That's the most. But this seems to be a little longer. So we're going to see. And um, like you, I am very, you know, skeptic when it comes to certain things. But I've been traveling since I've been young. I mean, back and forth to Jamaica, to Florida, and New York. And so I was even traveling as a child. So, you know, I used to always be with the back when they called them stewardess instead of the flight attendants. And I always was with the, like, you know, they put me with a female. So I used to like the flying. They used to give me attention. They always gave you, like, one of five things. You always got your wings, a uh, deck of cards. Uh, you always got right. snacks. You know what I'm saying? You know, they, but the certain things, now you got to pay for everything. You, they used to give you headphones for free. I used to watch movies. You know, say always had a deck of cards with me. Always had uh, the the wings right from the 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 pilot himself, knowing that he had a bunch of wings. But he would take the one off his shirt and give it to you, so you feel special. Next thing you know, he walking around with an upset. <laughs> when I got older, I realized that I was like, yo, I got the pilot wings. I was like, yo, I thought I was special, but you know, I I, I never had any bad experiences. Um, uh, just a little ear popping at times or a little uncomfortableness. And when uh, I experienced one time with some turbulence, woo, that was something. Because it felt like I was on the bumpiest road known to man or even a roller coaster ride. So it felt like, you know, how is we flying through um, clouds and it's so rough and bumpy with the turbulence? But 
you know, we got past it. But you get, that gets you a little nervous. And plus, watching a lot of these movies that gives you problems in the air, you can get nervous. I can see it. But sometimes traveling on the plane cuts time. It cuts time by, oh, God, by so much difference. Okay, I remember going back and forth to New York to, to uh, North Carolina. That's a nine-hour bus trip, but it was only a 45-minute flight. So sometimes that plane comes in handy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, we try to get someplace in a timely fashion. And I guess, you know, uh, taking that plane is definitely the only way to go. But once again, it just comes down to that quality control nowadays. And, you know, I guess, you know, uh, you know, the, the quality of your experience, you know, on that flight is, is going to be in direct relation to, you know, how much money you're willing to part with. Because, you know, they got a lot of different carriers now. You know, they got these low-cost carriers because everybody's always looking for, you know, uh, always looking for a deal, right? And, uh, you know, that's going to cause uh, the airline to be like, okay, well, we can give you this lower price, but you're going to have to be willing to accept less amenities. So, you know, they got these you know, different kind of flights, a different kind of prices you can get. You can go on standby. You know, you can wait to see if there's an extra seat available on the plane or whatnot. And, uh, you know, if you want to go that route, you know, you may end up having to sit on the folding chair. <laughs> you may be sit on the folding chair. All right, but <laughs> you'll get that you'll get that cheap flight. You might have to sit on a crate. All right, yeah, yeah, here's this crate. You can sit in the back of the plane on the crate, you know. But it was only fifty dollars, so you know how much can you really complain, right? <laughs> but uh, you it's know, but if you want, you know, they got these low budget. They got these low budget carriers out there. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, people might make mad. jokes about it. They might. And they might complain about them, but I noticed that those carriers are not going out of business, which means that the same people who be trying to snap on them and talk bad about them be the first ones booking their tickets on them low-cost, you know, airlines. So just be mindful of that, all right? And, and, and don't be surprised if, you know, like Mr. Roy is saying, you know, they're charging you for each and everything. You're not getting nothing for free no more. What do you want? You're paying the cheapest, you know, price that you can, and, 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 and y'all expecting, like, free pillows and shit. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. But, yeah, that's just one of, you know, that's just one of the things that was, you know, on my mind with these airlines, man, because, you know, I, I, I need to take a couple of trips myself, you know what I'm saying, a couple of different places that I do need to, you know, uh, 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 visit and make my presence uh make my presence felt, you know. So I'm gonna have to get past a lot of this stuff or the airlines are gonna have to definitely do better. All right, let's get back to a little bit more music while we uh wait on our guests. I played this one a little while ago. I haven't played it in a minute, but definitely vibing off of this one. This is Jim Jones alongside of Dice Peso and Clean and Keen Streets, excuse me. This is called Wheel of Fortune. I'm a nigga your bitch be talking about Talking niggas on the ground That shit ain't true That season right Uh That's right Yeah You getting money stacking bread Nigga me too That's right Might have an AK in my coat if I got my mink on Nigga don't think wrong, I be running with the really right side Play with us today, I guarantee you get killed tonight, daddy 
young boys, they ain't no hood, they still dealing white. It's 5K, it's killed in the field, that's still a drilling price. 10K, that'll get your ass in broad day. 20K, they pop up in the night, where you broad Don't day. Don't right here. Well, it's all cause and effect. Uh-huh. He was playing foul, so that had caused him a tech. I got a half a mil now, I put another hundred more on my neck. Niggas know the drill, I still go to war for the set, nigga. 140, a letter, 40, no sweat. And I swear my wrist almost drowned, and I brought the Rolex. I just be stepping on shit. And put it in the pot, I bring back an extra and shit, nigga. Get money, second bed, nigga, me too. Uh, I bet some money on your head and make them things too. You know that. Uh, uh, you try to do it by themselves, then they need you. Oh, now you wanna call that? Uh, yeah. Niggas acting like it's bulls, so we link you. you have? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, they talking crazy, we gon' ride on them. Ride on yeah. It's electric how we slide on them. Take a jury off his neck if it shines on him. Automatic on my waist, I got the nines on them. Uh, she go crazy when I'm out on it. I got the ghosts in the garage, they think the house on it. Knew I was gonna win, they put the house on it. Louis belt with the matching Louis couch on it. First these lames talk, then they need you. Turn a couple niggas to rats, that's what the cheese do. Block 40 with the extended clip and it's see through. Make a movie out, you this the preview. Uh, they want war, then we giving them that. Hitting his back, now we on the citizen now. If you know a nigga telling, why you giving them that? Finish again, we ain't finished with that. You getting money, second bread, nigga, me too. That's right. It's your boy D. Labrie, East Oakland's greatest. Mr. Network album. It's coming soon. We we getting it ready and we got the single up, 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 up. Pushing it around the world. Video filmed in Tokyo. I'm in Asia now. I'm in Korea. I'm moving around. And I got to shout out my man DJ Sincere, Dirty Basement Radio. Queens, you know, out in the Bay, I grew up bumping that LL, that Mob Deep. You know what I'm saying? That tribe called Quest. You know what I'm saying? We rocked that 50 and that G unit. You know what I'm saying? The Nicki Minaj's. Even the, the Waka Flockers, the Run DMC's. You feel me? Murder Inc. And Ja Rule and them. We bumping all that. My man, Prince Poe. Organized Confusion. Pharaoh Monch. You know what I'm saying? It's all love. Queens to East Oakland. Big ups. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Put them up, y'all. Ooh, ooh, Put them up. Dealer Breeze. Shout out to Sean Black. Ooh. I get my win from the end of the beginning. Ten of my immediate friends is all in. Man. We live it up like Ja Rule to Azul. Team at Tequila. Dreaming of my girl Tia. This the game of twins up in my double end. Where you at? I'm in the bay. 
APS, LMFAO, in the west they go, they blow by fast, through the night they flow, way oh, way oh, let me get my mind right, ritual, habitual, lyrical limelight, off tippers, top off slippers, small hipsters, slip me on like slippers, best popper, less soccer, so trendy, she wanna have fun like Cindy Lopper, and that's proper English, distinguish me from Bunch Robert, lunge and get clobber, you gotta, put your hands up,
that's the devil use the I, the L, the D, and the child until I live, connect with man, live with these human beings. From alternative to rock, I play music to make them shout. From the licks and loop pack when they say turn the party out. Party rap once meant to take it back, let's get it done. When you hear that wild child, best run, take away your best rum. J to the CK, you know that's me. Hold up, spin a left, run it back, this man to be the so unique. Uh, don't let me run into them cans, cause I don't be caring. I rock so I can see he rock with me, y'all. I'm done comparing the West to the rest, long as the passport stamp. Book your list of Cairo, Bangladesh, long as the crowd and Pardon the way I talk places, I'm soon to rockin'. Connect the rum and I'm the sponsorship, the beat knockin'. Now, man, said it's showtime. Thought he meant Nation, but what he meant was give these heads a small dose of that liberation. That's why we here to be like letting you know it. Madeline's highly recognized as one of the king of beats flowing. Making beat boys and girls dance with a lot of enjoyment. We the best people for this type of employment, that's why. Nobody Microphone Bully Zone. Right now I'm tapping with DJ Sincere, Dirty Basement Radio. Play me some new heat. Tried. Oh, 
Smoking everything coming out of the laboratory This the daily double when hip-hop always the category Yeah, 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 Dirty Basement Radio. Big shout out to Big Brother Biz, a.k.a. Microphone Bully. Uh, that was one of his latest joints right there. That joint's called The Daily Double. All right, DJ Sincere, Mr. Raw in the building. All right, we are the independent artist's best friend. All right, bringing you more new music than anybody else before everybody else. Expecting our guest, all right, Cosmo D from the legendary Nucleus to be in the building in just a bit. All right, definitely looking forward to uh, uh, chopping it up with him. All right, uh, hopefully... Hopefully, hopefully, uh, I'll be able to talk to him because it looks like I'm having a technical problem over here, Mr. Roy. <laughs> I picked a hell of a day to have a technical problem, right? But, uh, you know, that's what we're going to have to uh, hopefully try to try to make it through. So, I don't know, Mr. Roy, you might have to do this. You might have to finish the uh, the uh, interview with uh, Cosmo D. Uh, if I have a, you know, if I have an issue for, you know, for a few minutes until I can get it back together. Not a problem, but, uh, Not a problem at all. Not a problem. I'm here, ready to go. Do we got to do to make this happen? Much for this, much for the and, and on black men and Robin, we doing it. You know, don't, don't let that stop the show. If I can be here to do it, I'm gonna do what I gotta be. So you let me know where where what gear to shift into. All right. Well, definitely, definitely. All right. We'll see how we'll see how that goes. All right. In the meantime, once again, expecting our guest Cosmo D to be in the building. I'm right, definitely gonna you know, hold it down as 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 best we can. All right, different kind of things be going on at different times and sometimes it's a little bit, you know, out of the out of the out of out of the control of the host. All right, and we just have to, you know, roll with the punches as they present themselves. All right. But uh, you know, bear with us, you know, just a bit. Uh we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. All right. But uh let me see what I got. Uh, left uh, on deck that I did want to play uh, as we uh, wait on our guest. But I did want to give a big shout out to everybody who came through uh, last week, all right, on our last show. I had a very lively discussion about, you know, the goings on at the Super Bowl show, all right, the Super Bowl halftime show. All right, so, uh, you know, a lot of times I'm, I'm, I'm by myself, but, you know, this time I did have some support coming from uh, Black Caesar. I right, big shout out to Black Caesar. All right, but a lot of the consensus, you know, felt, you know, that it was just entertainment. All right, just entertainment, nothing too serious. So big shout out to everybody who joined that conversation. Also want to give a big shout out to our guest that we had just last on the last show. All right, excuse me. All right, Cinematic Test. All right, for coming through. All right, Filmmaker has a few movies right now that are on that 2B platform. All right, latest movie being Realityville. All right, that's the title of the movie, so make sure y'all go and check that out, support that independent filmmaker. All right, so big shout-out to uh, Cinematic Tech once again. All right, if you want to check out that conversation or any of the other uh, fantastic interviews that we have in the archives of Dirty Basement, then I, 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 I advise you to do just that. All right, a lot of fantastic work, work, a lot of fantastic conversations, and you will definitely learn a lot from all of our guests. All right, Mr. Roar, uh, talking about packing up his bags and, you know, getting ready to make a trip, right, going to be flying in the friendly skies. All right, so salute to you, Mr. Roar. I hope that all uh, all goes well, all right, and works out because, like I said, these, tele- uh, these, uh, uh, these uh, airplanes nowadays, I just don't know. I just don't know. All right, we need to find a new form of, of transportation, all right? We're in the 21st century now. We need something new, all right? I thought we would be, you know, have that uh, whole Star Trek thing going on. We'd be, you know, teleporting from place to place. Could be there in like five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I wish. You know I wish. 
I'll be there. What? I'll, I'll be there now in the dirty basement, live yeah, and so direct. You know, so what's you know, so what's Jeff Bezos doing? What's your boy Elon Musk doing? Uh, y'all need to get cracking on this new technology, all right? Because things is way behind. You know, we all grew up. You know, uh, thinking that we were going to be way more advanced than we currently are. You know what I'm saying? So uh, 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 I don't like it. All right. So pick up the pace, ladies and gentlemen. All right, all the folks that are you know tasked with the responsibility of coming out with this new technology consistently. All right, y'all have been kind of slacking and lacking. We need some more new technology. All right, to uh, uh, you know facilitate this transportation. All right. So let's get to it. All right, let's get to it. All right, and stop trying to cut these corners and 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 and, and, and you know increase your profit margins, right? On the back of uh, uh, any kind of uh, you know safety safety regulations, you know what I mean? We got to keep those safety regulations in place so people could be safe all right, when they're traveling, because you know these corporations don't care. You know, right? Their bottom line is their bottom line. All right, and and you know your uh, you know your well being is you know. Uh, uh, a secondary concern, it seems, a lot of the time. All right. Uh, Mike is here, and I'm a little bit congested, a little bit under the weather myself. Seems like I caught a I little, uh, you know, yeah, caught a little sniffle, caught a little, you know, caught a little bug. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we are right here. The show goes on. We can't uh, uh, shut shit down just for a little, a little sniffle, sniffle. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep it going. That's uh, the nature of, you know, professionalism, right? You know, unless you are you know, totally laid out, totally down and out, totally got a frog in your throat and you can't communicate at all, and then, you know, uh, those things are understandable and you may have to, you know, do a reschedule or, you know, cancel a performance. You know, it happens to even, you know, the best sometimes the show can't go on. We definitely do understand that. But, uh, you know, for all uh, for all intents and purposes, you know, there's a lot of times that, you know, as a professional you've got to perform when you don't feel uh, up to it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you, you got people that's expecting the show, and you got to perform. You can't just, oh, man, you know, my, you know, I stubbed my toe, and now I can't go out, and, you know, I, 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 whatever. You know, I got a hangnail or, you know, whatever. Sometimes you got to you gotta go on and you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? You got to do it. You can't always bow out, but uh, especially if you're, you know, especially if you're the lead. You know, you don't really have that, that, that option sometimes unless it's really, really uh, – uh, uh, really, really necessary, and then you really don't have a choice. You know what I mean? So here we are. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna push through. You know, nonetheless, uh, that's what we do here on Dirty Basement Radio. But uh, we'll be back in the building this coming uh, Saturday for our regular edition. I expected another fantastic guest to be in the building. I right, we have uh, El Desente scheduled this coming Saturday. All right, from the legendary artifact. So definitely stay tuned for that. All right, so we keeping them coming back to back. I looking out for the legendary Cosmo D to be in the building today, and uh, uh, the legendary Elder Sensei to be in the building with us this coming Saturday. So yeah, got a lot going on, a whole lot going on. I right, big shout out to Priest, big shout out to uh, DJ Itchy Pomona. Now we did have a problem with the with the system. All right, it seems like uh, you know the system was uh, down for a couple of days. I think they were rebooting or doing whatever they be doing over there. You know what I'm saying? When they be shutting the system down and messing people up and doing it, uh, you know, unannounced. They don't even give you a heads up, you know. Y'all can shoot out an a email maybe 24, 48 hours ahead of time, 
you know, and say, hey, listen, guys, we've got some system stuff we got to do. We're going to be shutting down. So if you have any scheduled shows, you may have to reschedule them, blah, blah, blah. But, nah, none of that. You just go to try to do what you got to do, and all of a sudden you can't do it, and you don't, you know, and they don't give you any 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 explanation. It's just it's just it's just down. So, I think he did. I think he did his own special edition yesterday, actually. So, for all the folks who are looking for the listening room silly on Monday and were wondering what happened, then you can definitely go to the archives and check out the special edition of the listening room, and uh, that aired that is yesterday here on on Dirty Basement Radio. So yeah, just a quick update on a few on a few goings on and uh, things that we uh, anticipate happening over the uh, next over the over over the next couple of days. Uh, big shout out to my dude Jazzo. Been chopping up with him behind the scenes lately. All right, a lot going on uh, uh, between the uh, between the two of us trying to get some business uh, situated. All right, if you're an independent artist and you have some uh, hot music, all right, and you're ready to do business and you're ready to put in the work because that's important. That's important. Uh, this is not a free ride, you know. Uh, this is business. It's not charity. So, you know, we got some situations as always that we've developed with some of our uh, other uh, industry professionals. So, once again, if you're an independent artist and you're looking for a uh, a proper situation, you know, what I'm saying a, a team to help you, you know, roll out your music properly in 2024. All right, in this current uh, era that we find ourselves in, because there's a lot of new music out there, Mr. Roy. And it's not really hip hop in R and D, and uh, at least not the way that we're used to hearing it. Uh, there's, uh, you know, I talk about this on an almost weekly basis when I go to my record pools, and I'm looking for music, and I'm going through the different pages of all the new music that's dropped. You know, there's a lot of different sounds that's really getting a lot of attention right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I see a lot of country music, right? I see a lot of country music that's being released right now. Uh, Beyonce just did a country album. Uh, there's been a little controversy behind that. Have you heard anything about that, Mr. Roy? Uh, no, but I know she's trying to do something different to see if she can break the internet and, and overpower and do what she, you know, better what she's already done in the past. So, you know, that's how a lot of the artists are even looking at it because, like you said, you know, we're giving uh, a different contribution to what you're used to giving people gravitate towards that if you're their favorite artist and now you're doing a country song, you're doing a reggae song, you're doing a reggaeton song, you're doing an Afrobeat song, you're doing a gospel song. So if you're my favorite artist and you put one of those five, six genres on your album, that'll make me gravitate towards your album and tell more people about it because it'll be more of an enjoyable album to me. So, you know, I think that's always a smart move. Well, I think it's a small move, too. I think it's always good to, you know, diversify. Excuse me. And, you know, once upon a time you did have, you know, more diversity in the music and people were more willing to, you know, take some chances and do some different kind of things within the context, you know, of an album. You know, but I, I think even, you know, I think that's another indication. Beyonce putting out a – excuse me. Beyonce putting out a country album right now, I think, is, you know, indicative of what's going on in the industry, right? Even, you know, she recognized it. You know, she's like, listen, you know, because of the different situations and circumstances and the things that the way the industry musically has been going for the past couple of years and, you know, people 
you know, coming out, uh, the ones that, you know, have broken through, that's one thing, but there's so much glut, you know what I'm saying? There's so much, you know, depravity, you know, lyrically. You know, I think, um, you know, the mainstream, you know, the industry industry is really starting to, you know, wear on it uh, with people who, you know, put out inferior product, inferior sounding product, product that they have no intention on ever really promoting and putting even a dollar behind, but because they can do it, they do it, and they upload it, and, and, you know, it goes absolutely you nowhere because they're not really trying. It's just a vanity for them. They just want to, you know, see their, you know, see their song on Spotify or, you know, heard it played on whatever platform, you know what I'm saying? But they really are not, you know, serious artists. And it's really taken up, you know, a lot of space, and it's really taken up far too much uh, attention, and I, I don't know about anybody else, but if the you know I'm I'm glad to see that this shift is is happening back to a more you know uh, organized and you know professional because this is a professional industry. But you know, being that it was uh, for a while, you know, uh, uh, geared towards uh, you know what they you know just uh, pushing these pushing these artists out and giving them you know, whatever kind of opportunities without, you know, demanding a, a certain level of, you know, professionalism and realism when it comes to putting out the music and really, really uh, wanting to have a career in this business. Once again, expecting our guest, all right, Cosmo D to be in the building. All right, if you want to talk to him when we have him in the building, all right, now's the time to get on these telephone lines. All right, 563-999-3050. That's five six three nine 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 zero five zero. Now, Cosmo D, if you're in the building with us, I right, please press that number one button if you'd be so kind, and uh, we could definitely bring you on these uh, airways and get this uh, interview going. Because I'm definitely, you know, uh, I want to, you know, talk to this gentleman because, you know, that was, you know, that was a big record, you know, uh, at this time when it's dropped. You know, I think we do have our guest in the building right now. All right, all right. Let me see if this is the case. All right, Cosmo what D. Up, what up? All right. What's up, baby? All right, all right. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, great to have you in the building. Now, let now let me find Glad out that you're here. a Queens cat. Are you a Queens cat? No, I'm Brooklyn, man. Oh, you're from Brooklyn. No, all right, well. Yeah. Okay. All right. all right, well, I forgive you. I forgive you. Close enough. <laughs> you forgive me? <laughs> yeah, I forgive you. <laughs> I don't think we ain't going to start. We ain't gonna stop. Brooklyn and Queens gotta back each other up these days, anyway, because the Bronx claiming everything. Yeah, yeah well, you know, man. Well, but it's all right. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? We done. You know, we we took it and we took it a whole different place and a whole another level, and you know, definitely took uh, it no, all the no, way no, around. No, the no, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't act like they gave it and we took it. We would, we 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 were giving it just like the same day we was giving it. They was giving it, man. Same time, same thing. They did a couple things different, but we did a couple of things better. So, you know, don't let, let, right. let's well, not do. We're going we gonna to start on the wrong foot. We started like that because I was there. Okay, well, we're definitely going to get into a whole lot of background. That's why we definitely wanted to have you in the building to talk about, you know, a lot of that history, you know, a lot of your history, you know, uh, and we definitely want to come, you know, up to date in, in terms of a lot of stuff that, you know, you've done and what you're doing doing right now. So, you know, uh, 
You've been in the business for, you know, quite a while. You've had, you know, some some great success, you know, over over the years. And uh, starting from the very beginning, you know, with you, what was your, you know, introduction to music? And then, you know, what was your introduction to the business? My introduction to music was my mom's loved all kinds of music. She always had music playing in the house. So, and all kinds of music, anything from 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 Broadway to 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 to, to soul to jazz. You know, she she was she was listening to all of it. You know, and plus I grew up in New York City where we had WABC, which played everything. You know, so, you know, I was immersed in rock and roll and all, all of that, you know. So right, right. I, I, I just loved music from an early age, you know, and um, it, it when when I was in high school, you know, in the 70s, I decided I wanted to try and play guitar, but also, you know, I got, I got um, the DJ bug, you know. I heard this cat count JC in the, from Coney Island, you know, cutting up the break the bra by Samandy, and I realized okay, so I heard that that's yeah. what I want to do, man. That's it. You know, because I had n- never heard anything like that. You know, and so you know, I decided right then and there to be a DJ. You know, and um, you know, the guitar thing didn't pan out, but eventually that led to me singing and writing songs, and then finally I bought a synthesizer. 1979 and a drum machine and um changed my life okay okay so your beginnings was actually as a as a dj as far as that goes you were taking the instrument and then you know the uh you got bit by the uh, dj bug and you know you went in a, you went in in, in in that direction so you know did you actually uh you know you had equipment you did parties did you you know dj on yeah, on, we, were rocking on, the parks, on man. we we had a crew called jam on productions um i started okay. dj in 76 and we got our first equipment in 77 and we started rocking the parks right then and there you know so we was we was rocking parks in bedsty and, and um park slope brooklyn you know and other neighborhoods too you know for block parties and stuff like that you know, so okay. yeah, yeah, man, we were one of the biggest crews in our hood. Nice, nice, nice. All right, we got uh, Cosmo D of the legendary Nucleus in the building. All right, with us right now, talking uh, some serious, serious history. All right, his history that goes, you know, back to the uh, beginnings of this uh, particular uh, genre. Now, uh, when you were, you know, when you were in that stages of it, you said you, you know, you bought a synthesizer and you bought a drum machine at a, at a, at a, you know, a couple of years, you know, down the line. And from that point you had, had started doing, you know, production or was it just yeah, like, you I, know, just taking around and seeing what could come out of it? No, I came home and started doing a, 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 and wrote a song the same night I, I got my synthesizer, my drum machine. But I didn't have anything to record with. I didn't have a board or anything like that. All I had was a mixer, you know, a DJ mixer, and a couple of tape decks. So I would record on the one tape deck, then play that back and play over it on the next, and record to the next tape deck, and then play that right. back and so forth and so on. So what ha- happened, what I ended up with was a lot of really crude recordings, you know, but I was able to hear where I was going with music you know I, right. I, I was able to tell you know where i wanted to go 
but yeah, that that's that's you know I started. Yeah, I, I couldn't call myself a producer because I didn't have the equipment to be a producer. But you know that was the foundation laid right there. Right now, I know people are listening to that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they're probably thinking to themselves, like, that sounds like, you know, some sticks and stones and, and, and some, you know, prehistoric technology right there. But, that's what you we know, had that, back then. That, like that, that's what it was. Now I'm, I'm, I'm behind, now, I'm behind you, brother, but I'm not too, too, too far behind you. And, you know, some of my story kind of mirrors some of, some of your story because, you know, I started off, right. you know, taking – now, I started off taking piano, you know what I'm saying? And then the same oh, thing nice. happened to me. Cause I, you know, because I, I come from a musical family, too. You know, brother played, mother played, this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, I come from that era, like I'm sure you do, that, you know, the boys were kind of expected to learn an instrument. It was kind of expected, at least it was in, like, my family. And, um, you know, but then hip-hop came along, and, you know, I wanted to be a DJ, too, and then that was the end of piano. <laughs> so I just, you know, you know, so I definitely dig where you're coming from, you know, as far as that. Now, do you remember what your first pieces of equipment was? Like, what did you have? Like, what type of drum machine did you use back then? I had a Boss Dr. Rhythm, the very first one that Dr. ever made. Rhythm. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I had a Boss Dr. Rhythm, <laughs> and I had an, electro, uh, an electroharmonics mini synthesizer. You know, okay. that was a little so, thing with membrane keys. It had cardboard backing on the back, a little plastic thing, you know. And I, that that was all I had to start with, you know. And I built everything on that. Like, when did you know that this was something that you could, you know, really, really do? That this could be something that you could really break through with? That first what was your night I got home and wrote a song. The first night. I got home, and, and I'm not talking about hip-hop songs because there wasn't no real hip-hop songs yet. You know, it, it was, there was Rapper's Delight, and that was about it. You know, Rapper's Delight and um, 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 King Tim the Third. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't even think, um, and, and, and maybe by then we had heard um, Grandmaster Flash, you know, on a record. But right. I was trying to make music anyway, you know, because, you know, we grew up in the 70s. You know, the, the the time of the bands, real bands, you know. So I was right. trying to make music. So the first night I got home, I, I, you know, me and my girlfriend, now wife, you know, she, she, she joined me on vocals and we built a song, a good song on the first night. And mind you, I didn't know one note from another. I didn't know what the key of this is, was or anything. The synthesizer was, was monophonic. It wasn't polyphonic. So that means it's only one note at a time, you know, but I w- was building lines and overdubbing, you know, but yeah, I definitely heard it that night. I said, oh, I can do this. Okay. All right. Then. So, all right. So let's come to like, you know, like the industry side of it a little bit. All right. You know, you got the equipment. I, you, you know, you're having some, you know, er- now I got to say this to you because I said this earlier in the show and this is, this mm. is a very, this is a true story. All right. The one of the first records, all right, that I, you know, because you know, starting off, you know, back in the days, you know, we would just, we just wanted to, we just wanted to cut and scratch, all right, we just wanted to cut and scratch, but 
Right. But there was a couple of others, there's a couple of cats that I knew back then that could blend records together. So I was at the time, I was like the best scratcher of the crew. So I would get on and I would scratch the records, blah, 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 blah. But I couldn't mix two records together back then. So I would have to <laughs> give the headphones to another guy. And then he would he would blend the records and I would get back on and I would scratch, you know what I'm saying? And we would go back and forth like that. <laughs> the first, right? True story, true story. The first I, I, I record. Mean, the first records that I ever blended, all right, was your record, all right, was uh, Jam On It. I had the instrumental of Jam On It. I mixed that with Gladys Knight, Save the Overtime, all right? I wish that I could play that for you now. I think I still have the <laughs> tape back. I think I still have the tape in the house back in my mother's basement someplace. <laughs> but, you know, true story. So, brother, you know, your record was like the first record that I ever blended with another record. You know what I mean? So when I had the opportunity, you know, to, to get you on the air, like, yo, I got to talk to this man because, you, know, you, know, he's, he's like, you know, he's like a big part of my history. I feel like you were a big part of my history. You know what I mean? I but um, when it when it finally got to the point where, you know, you were like, all right, well, we got this, we got this song, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what was like the next step for you? Did you, you know, did you approach a label? Did you, was it, you know, did you try to put it no, out yourself? No, like, no, what happened? no, 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 The first, my first step was to hone my craft. So, you know, I started, you know, putting songs together. So that, that, that's what I was doing. Cause I, you know, I, I'm a DJ, so. I know what my tapes sound like because I'm going back and forth, you know, to tape decks, you know, so all the generations of noise, I know what it sounds like, but no, I, I, I worked on my craft. Um, I'd say I, I bought the, 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 the equipment, the, 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 the Dr. Rhythm and the mini synthesizer in the fall of 79. I think by the following summer, I finally decided, okay, I've got something here, you know, with stuff together that I was putting together. It, let me let somebody hear this. And I went out and started shopping. So it took some months of working on, on my craft on, craft on what I was doing, you know, before I, I had enough, you know, confidence to let somebody hear something. And what I didn't realize was I thought, you know, you know, because I didn't know nothing about the industry. I thought I would just go into record companies and, you know, take my tape, you know, and they'll sit down with me and listen to the tape. I didn't know I had to leave the tape. You know, since I'm going back and forth, you know, you end up with just one tape, you know, and, and one very low-quality tape. So I needed somebody to listen with me. So I went to all these record companies that I, you know, because I, I just looked in the bin, you know, and, and, and saw, you know, the record companies that were in New York, you know, and went around to them all and said, no, you got to leave a tape. I said, no, I've only got one tape. And I finally heard, went went by this place, uh, Radiance Records. No, not Radiance, Reflection Records. And um, this cat Joe Webb was in there. And he said, "Now I'll listen to it with you." And he listened to it, and it was this um this this rap thing that we had done called Freak City Rapping, you know that that I did with um, my boy Alt and with with my girl, she was still my girl, Lady E, you know, and um, 
he sat and he listened to it, and it was really crude. It really sounded, you know, bad, you know. But the music was there, but you know, the sound quality. But you know, he critiqued, critiqued it, and listened to it, and gave me a few pointers and all that, you know. And I appreciated that. But then after that, you know, after that that experience trying to shop the cassette, I knew I needed um, better equipment so I could make copies and actually have tapes that I could leave around. So my next mission was to get better equipment to record with, and that's what I did then. Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 fast forward a little bit. Uh, now you uh, you go in the studio and you cook up what became Jam on it. Now when 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 that first, when when you first recorded that song, when that song was first you know produced and you know developed, did you know that you had like a hit on your hands? Uh, remember, our first our first hit was um, Jam on Revenge, the Wiki Wiki song. You know, and back then you know we didn't we didn't work anything out in the studio we had by that time we had, I, I was working with Chili B you know because I was working with Chili B and Nikki D Nikki D is my first cousin Monique and you know we grew up like brother and sister you know we and um, she started going out with Chili B who lived down the block from us you know and I had been in a band with Chili B because he played bass and I used to sing in that band. So I said, he, she asked if I would work with him because I asked her if she would lend me the money. She had some some settlement money. And I asked her if she would, let, you know, invest. I didn't say lend. I said, if she would invest in the money, because yeah, I'm getting really good, but I need um, something to record, a multi-track recorder. And Tascam had just come out with what they call a Porter Studio which was a four-track cassette recorder that records four tracks, like a multi-track that you can overdub on, and it has a little board built in. Yeah, I had so one. She said, yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, okay, yeah, I had the, this is the very first one. And she said, okay, I'll do that, but will you work with, with, with Bob, with Chili B? I said, yeah, I got no problem working with him. So... We, you know, next things, one thing to the next, you know, they get, she got pregnant and he moved in with her at my mother's house, you know, and Yvette and I got married and we lived in the front of the house and they lived in the back of the house, you know, and in the middle room is where we had our little makeshift recording studio. And that's where all the the music came from, built up in there. When we were in the studio, everything was already set to go. But um, so our first record, which was meant as a joke, um, you know, I, I wasn't serious when I made it, was the Wiki Wiki song. But um, I had gone back to Joe Webb, and he wanted to put that out. So I agreed, and you know we agreed, and we put that out, and it was a it was a hit, you know, it it, it charted and everything, and so he signed he signed it over to Sunnyview Records, and Sunnyview wanted a rap record. Now remember, I'm a DJ. I I I, I said rhymes because back in the '70s, everybody used to get on the mic and say some rhymes. You know, so I had a book of rhymes and everything, but I wasn't an MC. 
Back then, an MC was somebody who could rap off the dome. I couldn't do that. But, you know, I had the same rhymes that I said all the time. I said them so often that we'd be doing gigs outside and the crowd be saying my rhymes with me. You know, okay. so, so they said they wanted a rap record. So I said, okay, since our first record, Jam On's Revenge, was about our crew, was about Jam On Productions, our DJ crew, I said, I'm going to do another record about the DJ crew. And I dug up my old rhyme book and uh, wrote out the rhymes. And Chili B, because he wasn't a rapper either, he was a DJ as well, you know, he, he, he couldn't come up with anything. So I wrote some new rhymes for him. And let me tell you something. Put, I did the beat in about 45 minutes. Huh. I knew the beat was fire. I knew okay. the beat was fire. <laughs> You know, because right. they said they wanted a rap record, you know. I had computer age in the can already. You know, computer age is ready to go. Matter of fact, computer age, when I shopped the second time, was the record I was shopping. You know, and okay. everybody loved it, but they, but, but Joe had wanted to do Wiki Wiki first. Now they they push your computer age back again. They want to do to, to a rap record. But I, I I knew how to do that because for me, to me, a rap record was easier, you know, because it's simpler and, you, you know, you're not breaking down melodies and all that. You, you, you're throwing in your rap, your your lyric spots and all that, and your, your hook spots and all that. So it took me 45 minutes to come up with the track, threw the rhymes together out of my old rhyme book, wrote some new rhymes with Chili B a couple of weeks later when he told me he couldn't come up with something. And I knew it was. We went in the studio. Joe Webb listened to it. Say he didn't like it. I said, "Man, you out of your mind." I said, "This is gonna, this is gonna blow up." But it, even I didn't imagine the way it blew up, though. Right, 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 right. Well, you know, saying so I can definitely continue this conversation all day, but I do have a co-host in the building, and I know that he wants to get uh -oh. in on this conversation, Mr. Rock. All right. What's going on with you, bro? What up, yo? Man, I want to say a few things to you, man. Um, what I consider you is a pioneer, a pioneer to the, to the culture because you were at the beginning figuring it out and making it happen on the fly, and then I came right after it, and I called myself a, a student of the school of hard knocks because I was right there, right behind you. I'm, I'm similar to you, just like DJ Sincere. I was brought up in a, a household of uh, a reggae artists, but played in a band. So I played, I played drums. I was the only little oh, Jamaican nice. dude in the area, so that I played drums. Then later on, I, I gravitated, and I was, I was a DJ. I produced, I rap, I, I engineer, I did all that stuff and forgot all about the drums. And, you know, when Jam On It came on, bro, I was even a part of the culture where I did everything except for spin on the ground. I was <clears> I was one that was I broke I break dance. And Jam On It came on for a pop locker. Man, you must have man, <clears> you must have seen this. You must have seen the yellow brick road. We was dancing like you wouldn't believe. South Jamaica Queens, break dancing and pop like it when I heard Jam on it. Stop it, man. That was one of the most Appreciate you, man. Man, listen. After Jam on it, then then something like 
Chaka Khan's I Feel For You. When you hear that, man, the energy, <clears throat> even to this day, even to this day, man, I'll be, I'll be walking and I might hear Jam on it. And my, my my chest start locking, my arms start waving. <laughs> the juice is flowing. Man, listen, man, when you're a pioneer, you get that salute, that salute, because you would you didn't you have brother. too much as a reference to say what you're gonna emulate or what you're not gonna emulate. You was creating it. Yeah. So nowadays, yep. nowadays people can listen to music, and then they're gonna tell you. I'm going to go left instead of go right because too many people are going right. Well, I'm going to go right instead of go left. You had no choices. You did something from the fly where there was nothing to compare it to. What was there? To, when Jam On It came on, what was there to compare it to? Because the Sugar Hill Gang was not the same type of energy. Not jam on it, it wasn't was, the it, same it, type of flow. It so right then and thing. there. It was such a it was such a separate entity that it made it so exclusively different. So even now, when you now look into man, three decades later, four decades later, however it may be, what do you say to yourself as far as when the music is in your mind? You say, you know, uh, you know, you're gonna give you give you give all music a chance. I know that you listen to it, yeah. you give it a chance. But what? How? What's your interpretation of it? What's your rating of it? Like, what do you think of the music from the evolution from when you started it until about now? Um, I I, I think the 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 good music is getting better and better. But because there is so much access now, it's easy. Back in my day, it wasn't easy. I didn't even have MIDI. You know, I had to play everything. You know, it, it, now you, everybody's got got uh, sample packages and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, know can, you can play, you can play chords with that, one finger. That's right. That's right. Well, matter of fact, now they got the AI. You just type in what chords you want to play or, or, or what progression, and it just outputs the thing, you know. It, 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 because the access is so easy and anybody can do it now, 90% of it is garbage. 90% of it is garbage. Because 90% of those 90%, 90% of that 90% back in the day would have no access. They would have no capability to make music. You know, but now they all can. Somebody can come home one day and say, I'm going to be a DJ, or, or rather, I'm going to be a producer and spend some money online, or not even that, because you and I both know there's plenty of ways to get stuff without paying for it, as long as you have a computer, and you you, you up and you running, you making music that same day. You don't know what it is, and because you don't know what it is, you have no way of directing it. You're letting the computer or the machine or the software directed for you, and yet you have something that sounds like music. So 90% is stuff like that. But because these people are, are, are not playing the music, the music's playing them, it's not going to step up to the next level unless it's a complete accident. And accidents do happen. Accidents do happen. But they're the rarity. But the 10%, the 10% to the 
of the cream of the crop of people who study their craft. And I don't mean that they have to be great musicians. I'm not a great musician, you know. Most of the cats that I know that 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 do this that make that are great producers are not great musicians, but they study their craft, they feel their craft, they feel what they're doing, they produce excellent music, and that has been getting better every step of the way. So I've never given up on you know on on, on any of the stuff you know because I don't just do hip hop, I do house, you know, I do electro. You know, it's funny, back in the day, electro and, and hip-hop were the same thing, but now they're not. But that's all right, because, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't cut myself off the genres. You know, I, I go where the, the field takes me, you know, but, but those that, that, that focus on what they're doing are lifting it to the next level all the time, but you got to find it now. You know, it's not easily out there. You got to go out there and find it. But when you find it, you know it. All right, last question real quick, and then I'm going to pass you back to DJ Sincere. Um, saying that, what you just said, um, is there any one, I know that, you know what, I know it's going to be a lot more than one, but can you mm-hmm. narrow it down to maybe one or two artists that you really heard throughout the test of time that you were checking for that you either wanted to to do a song with and they could be dead or alive. They, they could be dead or alive. Are we talking just hip hop or are we talking talking music, music in general? What whatever oh, whatever's shit. the most strongest in your feeling. Hmm. Man, I he, he said they could be dead or alive. Yes. Yeah, that's a long list. Um, George Duke, Herbie, Stevie, uh, um, man, Hugh Massacilla, uh, Ramsey Lewis. That, that first person you mentioned, George, George Duke. You uh, know, I um, love, I love George. George and I there was have a man, spirits in many ways. It there was, was a man that I worked with, a man that I worked with named Donald Blackman that reminded me of George Duke so much that the way they played I piano. Donald Blackman, yeah, I worked with him. And, um, it, oh, it, it, that, you know, the energy and the, the talent between those guys, man, is something monumental. Amazing. So once... Once that that was your first choice, I, I know exactly where you go with music, brother. I salute you, and I appreciate you giving me your time. I'm gonna pass you back to DJ to say because like him, I, me and you'll be talking, and next thing you know, it's uh, about seven o'clock oh, oh, yeah. tomorrow. Easy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, salute to you, man. Yes, I appreciate. You. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you also, Mr. Raw. All right, Dirty Basement Radio, All right, in the midst of another fantastic interview, right, we have our guest in the building, the legendary Cosmo D from the legendary Nucleus, All right, talking a lot of history, dropping a lot of game right now. Just a couple more questions All right, before we sure. uh, let you go. Um, uh, what's been, you know, what uh, is, is Nucleus uh, still touring? You guys still do shows? Can we uh, look to see you, uh, you know, out and about anywhere? Um, we got kicked to the curb last year. I don't, I don't know whether it's a conspiracy. The, 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 
the paranoia in the back of my mind tells me the world is the hip hop world is out to get me. But I don't know. We were uh. doing plenty of shows. Once the pandemic hit, the shows dried up and they've never really picked up. We just get one or two. And last year for for the hip for for hip hop's fiftieth, so they say. You know, nobody invited us for nothing. But that's how I that's right. All things for a reason, man. All things for a reason. Right now, I'm deep into finishing up. Um, this is the 40th anniversary of our first album um, on the Jam on Revenge album. And I'm finishing up our new album, which is called Jam on Returns. And um, it, I, I'm just focusing on that, man. You know, and we get some okay. gigs and we'll, we'll get some. You know, I'm working on a couple now, but my main thing is getting this album out there. You know, because time time waits for no one. Well, well, let me well let me definitely say that that's that's crazy. All right, because uh, that that record is definitely a big part of of hip hop history. Now we've had conversations and we've done shows about you know uh, hip hop's 50th anniversary. You know that 50th year that just you know ended last year. And, you know, it left a lot to be desired, you know what I mean, the sure. way that the whole year, you know, the way the whole year played out and, you know, the way things were presented and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, like another thing, though, now, you said that uh, you knew you had a hit, but you you yourself didn't expect it to do what it did. Uh, how did that how did that record, you know, change, you know, change your life at the time? The- that record, you know, took us from being, you know, um, a, a, a local, you know, local record with a with a small hit to to, to all over the country, man. It got us on. I, I, well, we pro- we probably were on the Fresh Fest anyway. Now that I think about it, but that hit right before Fresh Fest, so we were killing it, man, all over the all over the country on the first hip hop tour. You know, but more than all of that is that record still paying my bills now. You know, it's a yeah. it, it, it's more than it's more than a hit. It's a blessing. You know, it 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 it's allowed me to do nothing but music for the past forty years. You know, and 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 it's allowed me to continue. You know, in this business, it's paid for many endeavors. It keeps the roof over my head and my children fed and my grandchildren now fed. You know, it, 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 it it's it's a blessing. You know, the the the, the change. It, it, it's more than a change. It's, it's it's almost a made. You know, even though I've always given that to God, but that record, as far as I'm concerned, came from God. You know, because it's the record that I worked the least on in my life. The least well, you know, on. a lot of times, you know, brother, that's the way. Yeah, I mean, that's the way right. sometimes it seems to work. It seems like, yeah. you know, the best songs, uh, you know, come together the quickest. You know, it, 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 a lot of times right. it seems that way. A lot of times when you take your time and put a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of work. It just doesn't happen. It would it be that song that comes together in an hour and, it <laughs> yeah. and then you're like, bam, there it is. You know, when, when that, you tell yourself, is. I don't need to do nothing else to this. <laughs> Let me leave this alone. 
And next thing you know, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Now, now, being that being that you mentioned that you know the song has you know done so well for you, uh, you know financially, I would imagine that means that you kept the rights to everything. You kept all your publishing. You never sold off for anything to anyone. So uh, you were able to no, you know profit the way to do. I got it all I'm back. I'm sorry. I got, no, got it, it all, all back. back. Okay. That's what, so I'm just trying. I I I be trying to. People think I'm lying, man. There's um. What 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 was the name? Trademark Terminators, out of California. They contacted me. They said, "Yo, we can help you get you get your rights back," and he did it for free. Wow! They backed me up, and I got all my rights back: my publishing and my masters. Wow! Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely. I will definitely salute to you. I definitely salute to them because, you know, that's definitely incredible. Uh, we don't hear, we don't often hear stories end that way. We normally hear them end the other way. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, that's definitely, that's definitely. All the time, so your window is now, man. You know, you only got a small window to get your your stuff back, man. Right. All right. Well, if people want to, you know, if people want to stay in, in, in uh, contact with you, all right, uh, you give me a social media or website or, you know, any such, uh, you know, entity. All right, um, I'm Ben Cosmo D. Remember, the way to find me is Cosmos with a C. Take a C and O and a Z, then you add M-O and a freaky D. You Google Cosmo, C-O-Z-M-O-D, and you will find me on on just about every platform. Um, I'm Cosmo Disco, D-I-Z-K-O, on on Instagram. I'm Ben Cosmo D, C-N-A-C, C-E-N-A-C, on Facebook, even though my Facebook is full, but, you know, contact me and we'll, we'll keep in touch. I'm even on TikTok, though. I, I haven't looked at open TikTok in, in, in weeks. I need to open that and see what's going on in there. But um and um, YouTube all of that, Cosmo Disco, no, no. you know. All right, y'all will find now, me. But if you just see no. ZMO, you'll find me. Okay. All right, all right. Well, now, of course, you know we got the song on deck, so we got we to gotta play that as we let you go on out the door. Would you be so kind as to introduce this record for us, please? Yo, 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 what up? This is Cosmo D from Nucleus and Jam on Productions, and we want y'all to jam on it. Me and the Jam On Production crew here are taking over this world. So we want all of you ding-dangers to back up your hips and your hocks, get on your high horses, and bamboo.
We got what'll make your body jerk. Make you throw your hands up in the air. Shake your booty and scream, oh yeah. Cause we are the jam on you and jamming on it is how we do the do. We'll funk you up until you book it down. So come on, people, check out the sound. Like the Dolomite Time went by on this God creation I knew someday I would rock the nation So I made up my mind just what to do And I joined with the Jam on Production crew So go crazy, go crazy I Don't let your body be lazy I said don't stop the body Rock till your eyesight starts to get hazy Clean out your ears and you open your eyes If you want to hear the music just come alive If you don't know how, get ready to learn Cause Cosmo's taking his turn to burn Take the C and O and the Z's And you add M-O and a freaky D Add a funky beat and then a what do you see? It's Cosmo D, yeah baby that's me I got the beat and that's oh so sweet Without me rocking it's incomplete So rock this yo, rock that yo Rock on and don't you dare stop You rock this, rock that and that The fast cause the jam on crew and rock your body right back Rock a steam locomotive right off the track And give the whole wide world a funk attack Now to the beat yo, get down Let me rock it to the rhythm of my funky sound From hill to hill or from seat to seat And when jam on's rocking everybody scream I jam on it, jam on it, no, 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 it. And if you're feeling like you want to dance all night, then go on ahead and float it. Put jamming on is what we do best. It's what separates us from the rest. And if you don't think our crew's down for real, let me tell you what happened to the man of steel. I 
to do the jam on it. I said it's jam on it, the funky beat that takes control. With the short shot, baby, that'll rock your soul. Jam on it. I said jam to the jam, jam on it. Get out of your seat and jam to the beat. And don't you dare stop the early morning. Jam on it. Jam on it. Another another fantastic classic interview with a legendary artist. All right, once again, I right, in the can here on Dirty Basement Radio. Big shout out to the legendary Cosmo D uh, for coming through, hanging out with us, chopping it up, and having a real good conversation. I definitely definitely salute to him. Fantastic, fantastic interview. All right, what's uh, what's going on, Mr. Roy? How you feeling? Man, that's 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 an epic song right there, man. Uh, the second version was the one I was more familiar with. Uh, the first one I remember, but the second one, I told you, once I hear it, my chest muscles are jumping, and I'm, I'm waving over here, pop-locking in the seat, and I'm like, that's bringing back that great, great memory. And to hear that that one song, 40 years later, still pays him, that means he did good business. That means he made a timeless record. And that's, that's what you look to do. You look to make songs that doesn't have a date constituent to it, that even if they play it years and years later, that is something that resonates amongst the people, and people can always recognize it and say, hey, and they know what it is. So, you know, that was a great interview, man. Uh, salute to that guy, man. It's definitely, uh, it was definitely good to hear that and talk and chop it up with him and somebody who can say, you know, I was there at the beginning of this hip hop thing, and he's still here now. So salute. I just, I am, I am kind of bugged out that nobody thought to to, to consider to, to involve them in in the hip hop legacy of 50 years. I'm like, that's where it started. That's where I mean, it started. So know. They should be involved. I mean, you know, we talked about it here before, Mr. Roy. You know what I'm saying? We talked about it here, just like I mentioned, you know, with him. But, you know, uh, you know, just like, you know, you were, you were saying a minute ago, as far as being able to, you know, uh, and like he was talking about, being able to continue to, you know, to eat, to have his bill paid from that one record. That's what we call in the industry an evergreen. All right? That's a record that, you know, it just has unlimited legs. All right? That record, you know, it dropped and it started running and it hasn't stopped since. And, um, you know, I'm definitely glad that he was able to get all the rights back to his music, his masters, his publishing, and all that kind of stuff because, like I said, that's uh, part of the story that we really, really don't don't hear very often. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, he, he, he proved another point. You know, one thing I, I, I tell artists sometimes is that, you know, of course it's, it's great to have a catalog. You always want to have a catalog, but you only need that one record. That one record could sustain you, as he proved on today's show. That one record, one record. Because a lot of artists, you know, really get known for, you know, just one or two songs, like their biggest hits. You know what I mean? And um, it really only takes that that one, and you could have a, a whole career, you know, and uh, you could make good money. You could tour. You could, you know, uh, you could license your songs to different, uh, different, you know, commercials and movie soundtracks and all different kind of things like that, and uh, you can make a good living. So, um you know, uh, just a word to the wise on that one. Definitely, uh, you know, if you can't have the right to your music immediately, as soon as opportunity presents itself, 
depending on, you know, your contract or whatever your situation is, you know, do that. You know, get that because, uh, you know, that could sustain you and your family for, you know, generations. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's great for the legacy also, you know, and, and it shows it shows it lasts the test of time, man. That's a great, a great, great feeling to know that you did something. That's like that's like inventing something that people still use up until now. You know, that's what that feeling should feel like. Like, damn, you know, I invented the can opener, you know, and they still use it. <laughs> so it's like a song like that, timeless, like you said, great interview, man. Uh, if we can get some more people like that, because um, that's what we need to hear. We need to hear more about what was going on, because a lot of people... Like he said, like he said, he was doing it the same exact time Bronx was doing it. So Bronx wanted to take all the credit when he was doing it the same time. So I, I definitely feel that right there. So we just got to support New York on the whole instead of just narrowing it to the Bronx like the Bronx was the only one rocking. We was rocking too in Queens. Come on. Come of course, on. of course, of course. No, no, no doubt. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, Queens, because of, you know, just the way things were, you know what I'm saying, we had the houses, we had the backyards, we had the basements, we had the garages, uh, you know, uh, I think that, that that played a role in, like, development, too. We had the space that if you lived in if you lived in Brooklyn, the Bronx, or Manhattan, you know, you, you didn't necessarily have, you know, the space to, you know, have all this you know, big equipment all the time. So, uh, you know, I think, you know, you know, different things definitely came came into play. And, uh, you know, the whole city, you know, definitely played its part, you know, when it comes to, you know, hip-hop and its, you know, development. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we definitely not going to leave nobody in the uh, city out as far as that goes. All right, got a few more minutes left in today's show. Once again, fantastic show. All right, glad uh, we was able to get that, that uh, uh, you know, that interview uh, in the can. All right, because uh, have been working on that for a little bit. But, uh, you know, anybody that you got in mind, you know, Mr. Raw. You know, I'm working on all kind of people, you know, from, you know, from my end of things. If you could, uh, you know, holler at anybody from, you know, your end, just, uh, you know, just let me know and, uh, you know, let's make it happen. Definitely, man. I'm trying to do more connecting the dots. I'm trying to keep on, keep on keeping on and say, yo, listen, when you've got time in between your busy schedule, all we need is you on the phone. We don't have to see you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You could be anywhere and just call in and let us chop it up. Let us get it in. I got a couple of, uh, interviews that I might be setting up, and I definitely got some going no music I'm going to be bringing in. So, uh, you know, this weekend, I got a, I think I might have two two uh, contributions in there for the go and no, and I'm still got some things cooking up in the stew, working on some stuff, and I'm trying to put the pressure on them, like, listen, uh, uh, let's get the verses going now. Come on, let's write. Let's, let's, let's crack it off. Let's, let's Let's get it in, you know. So I want I want to hear some new songs. I want to hear some more uh, offerings and 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 way more collabs. So you know, anybody out there that's serious about the collabs, let's just, let's talk about it and see what happens. You know, Dirty Basement is here. If you need to get any of your business done, man, you, you talk me. Just the guys you listening to, him over there, perfect perfect person to talk to, man. You got to understand that. Get your bio written up. Get get an articles written up, and and show you how to write direction and what to do, and you know where you need to go if you want to get your career going the right way. You need to pay attention to the ones that can tell you for sure what direction to go. 
Yeah, that's a fact, Mr. Roy. That's a fact. A couple more minutes before we get on out the door. All right, all right, all right. Once again, we'll be back in the building this coming Saturday. All right, we have Elder Sensei scheduled to be in the building live with us, so you definitely do not want to miss that interview also. Now, if you miss any part of the day, you know to be available in the archives. I'm going to squeeze in. I'm going to squeeze in another record or so, Mr. Roy, that we're going to get on out of here. So let me jump into this one right now. I haven't heard this record in a minute. I haven't played this one in a minute. This is Static Select alongside of Ghostface and Raekwon. This is Unpredictable. Wu-Tang style. Oh, 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 oh. Baking pound cakes, supreme clientele, never cloud chase. Global mogul, ex lover, I ain't trying to hold you. Watch me gain power like I changed in the phone book. Low brim, soldier slim, cover me, I'm going in. Fucking with him, they gon' notify your closest kin. Static on the track, like an old dusty 45. Static on my back, stack the old rusty 45. You caught the vibe, that's on any given Sunday. Ready with the drum play, I'm heavy with the funk sway. I must say, I'm up now, in spite of all my goals, they try to shut down. I'm still worth millions on the bus down. So savage, total my average, that's so status. Addict, feeling for these lines, that's a coke habit. Go, go sleep like the diamonds on the handle on the desert eagle. I pop like an old record with a thin needle. I got verses in the safe written in Hebrew. Back the fuck up. I'll catch a bullhead we call Onyx. Once in a while, get my dick sucked. Yeah, listening to Delphonics. Old rituals, make it until it's visual. How you gonna kill a ghost knowing he's invisible? Every time I slide, I'm leaving my whole visual. I'll be back like my money on residuals. Space table, cutting everything fatal. Yeah, stronger than whiskey. Lemon 7 and Quaaludes.